Okay, we're ready to begin. Parshas Nitzavim. So in Parshas Nitzavim, um, we're holding close to uh, Rosh Hashanah. So in, in Parshas Nitzavim, there is a uh, discussion that uh, that is relevant to Rosh Hashanah. I want to explain the following verse. The verse says like this. The Pasuk says in Perek Chavtes, Pasuk Chavches, 2928, it says, the hidden things are to Hashem our God. And those things that are revealed are to us and to our children, Adolam forever. Lassos as called Divriatorazos. To do uh, this entire, all the words of this Torah. So the question here is, is that what does it mean? What are these hidden things? that are to Hashem. What does that mean that the hidden things are to Hashem are God? And the revealed things in the in the is is to us and to our children to do the this Torah. So there's juxtaposition that there's things that are juxtaposition in this Pasuk, in this verse between these two things, between and things that are revealed. The things that are hidden is to Hashem. Things that are revealed are to us. So what's the explanation of this verse? What, what, the, what, is it, what message is it communicating in this juxtaposition between these two things? That's the question we're going to deal with this evening. So the Nesivas Shalom, the Svanam Rebbe, has a, a few interesting explanations in this verse in his commentary on Parshas Nitzavim. So the Svanam Rebbe hears us like this. He says as follows. He says that there is a, a contradiction also in this Parsha. That the contradiction works as follows. It says that after, in the chapter 30, in verse number 1, it says, It will be when all these things are going to come to you, which is the next verse actually. The curses and the, and the, and the, and the blessings, the blessings and the curses of Shenasati that are placed in front of you. As the brachas, the, the brachas and the clovis, these, these things that we've discussed in this Pasha, previous Pasha, we discussed the, the, the rebukes and the blessings that, that, the, that, the, uh, that are going to come from Hashem. We've discussed those things. When these things will come to you, says the Torah of Hashem, what's going to be, you will return. Torah is prophesizing that Jewish people are going to return. You listen to his voice. Everything that I command you today, and it's not going to be you. It's going to be you, your children. It's going to be your your children with all your heart and with all your soul. You're going to return to me, and we're going to gather the the exile. It sounds like Mashiach's time. Right? Sounds like Mashiach's time. Hashem is going to skip a few verses. Hashem will bring you to the land that your forefathers have inherited. Yerashta, you will inherit the land again. It will be good. And here's the verse. Umal Hashem Elokecha. And Hashem is going to, Pasuk Vav, Hashem is going to circumcise as Levavcha, your heart, the as Zarecha, and the heart of your offspring. What is he go, how is he going to circumcise? What is he going to do? What's going to happen when he circumcises your heart? Yeah. To love Hashem your God. Now before, before this happened, 
before you returned, you didn't love Hashem. You didn't love Him. There was no Ava. But now, after Hashem circumcises your heart, it's going to be Lavas Hashem Lukecha. Then you will love Hashem, you got Bechol with all your heart, with all your soul, for your life. That's what's going to be. Hashem is going to do it in the future when you return. When you do tshuva, Hashem is going to circumcise the heart. He's going to cut it open until there's going to be love for Him. This is going to happen after all the brachas and the clothes. That's what the verse says. Okay? That's, uh, now, if you take a look back at Parshas Ekev, in chapter 10, verse number 12, so the Torah says, it says Va'ata Yisrael, and Moshe is talking to the Jewish people, and he says, Va'ata Yisrael, Mashem Shalakech, Hashem Yimach, what does Hashem ask of you already? Kim liyir as Hashem Lakech, it's only to fear Him, v'lechaz b'chol v'rachav, to go in all His ways, v'lechaz so to love Him, v'lechaz as Hashem, and to serve Him, b'chol v'rachav, b'chol nafshecha, to serve Him with all your heart, with all your soul, lishmur, it's mitzvah, Hashem, v'yazchul koisav, to, to keep the mitzvahs of Hashem and His statutes, This will be good for you. I'm commanding you today to keep this. Skip a few verses. In verse number uh, 16, it says like this, You will, you will circumcise, you, the Jewish people, will circumcise the arla, the foreskin of your heart. What does it mean? That it's using, a, a, so to speak, a, uh, an allusion to the mitzvah of milah, right? Because there's a foreskin that has to be cut in the circumcision process. So there's a, there's a euphemistically speaking, there's a foreskin on the heart. And you, when you, you right? The Hashem asks of you, what does He ask of you? That you should cut, you should circumcise the foreskin of your heart. You know, there is a skin around the heart. It's well, there is a membrane. There's a membrane on the heart. Yeah. See, fine. Because so it's not maybe not an illusion. Maybe it's speaking direct. It's saying you cut the foreskin of the you 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 cut the heart. What does this mean? Rashi says. Rashi says. What's the analogy here? Otem levavchem. We're talking about the kisuya. We're talking about that which stuffs up the heart. It covers it up. You're gonna you're gonna cut that out. When you cut that out. Va'atachem, and also your stiff-neckedness, right, uh, that the, as the Torah says in Parshas Kisisa, the Jewish people, as we know, are stiff-necked people. We spoke about this in the past. Va'atachem, your stiff-neckedness, your cut the it will not be hard anymore. Ki Hashem alakechim alakechim. Hashem is the God of gods, etc. Or you say, right, he does, etc., whatever it is. So, the question here is, is that in, in our Pasha it says that Hashem is going to do the circumcision on the heart. Right? Hashem is going to do the circumcision on the heart. But in the, in the Pasha, Pasha's Ekev, it says that we have to do the circumcision on the heart. So who is going to be doing the circumcision on the heart? Is it going to be Hashem that's going to do the circumcision? Or is it going to be us? Which one is it going to be? It's a contradiction. From the uh, Parsha's Ekev to Parsha, which one is it? Okay, that's the that's the question everybody asks. So the Swami Rebbe wants to answer the following thing: that there is that there is two that there is two levels really. There's two levels. There's the level of the performance of mitzvahs, and there's the level of love of Hashem. Now the level of love of Hashem is not a simple thing. It's a very difficult thing to achieve. The Rambam describes it 
at the end of chapter 10, the laws of tshuva, the laws of repentance, the Rambam says that the, what, what it means that a person should love God, what does this mean? He explains. The Rambam says like this, in chapter 10, A person who serves Hashem with love, he is engaged in Torah and mitzvot, and he goes in the he goes in the roads in the pathways of wisdom. Not because of anything. It's not because he's afraid of the evil, the detriment. He doesn't not because he wants the good. He does the truth because it's the truth. He does it for the sake of truth. For Saif in the end everything will come. That's what the Ramam explains in his introduction to the beginning of the tenth chapter uh, of uh, of Sanhedrin in his commentary on the Mishnah. He says, you know, that the way uh, that you uh, bring up a child is uh, is the first you give them prizes to do the truth. And the, the more older they grow, the more mature they grow, the bigger prize you give them. But then eventually they get weaned off the prize and they realize that you do the truth for the sake of truth. So somebody who serves Hashem with love has, a, has achieved that, that, that level. They've achieved the level that they serve Hashem with love. They serve... They, they do the truth because of the truth. He says, This attribute is, is very, very great. Not every single person who is a scholar merits this level. This was the level of Abraham Avinu. That Hashem has called him the one that loves me. So, and that's what, that, that is what we say, says the Rambam in the Shema. Vahaftas Hashem That's the mitzvah, to love Hashem your God, b'chol levam chom hashichom with all your heart and all your soul. That is the mitzvah. So now he says like this, v'keitzar hi ha'avah ha'ruyah, in the next halacha, number three. What is the, the love that's befitting? Hu shi'av is Hashem, avah gedol yisera rabba. Person should love Hashem, their God, a, a brazen, a strong love, until his soul is tied in the love of Hashem. And it comes out that he's involved in it all the time. As if he's sick with his love. For example, a person is infatuated with a woman. He's in love. So he thinks about her. He thinks about it all the time. He thinks about it when he sits. He thinks about it when he stands. He thinks about it when he eats. He eats and thinks about it when he drinks. He's thinking about what she said, what she didn't say, what she could have said, what she looks like, what the, where she was, what she did. He's always involved. He's thinking about it. More than this should be the love of Hashem in people who love Him. They're involved all the time. 
like we've been commanded with all your heart and with all your soul and with everything that you have. This is what Shlomo said, quote, I am filled with the sickness of love. The entire book of the Song of Songs is the parable for this. The whole love story of the Song of Songs is the parable for this. This is, this is what it's talking about. So imagine this is level. This is not an easy level the Rabbah is saying to reach. As, right, the, 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 the class is over. So as we're walking out of the class, we're thinking about a mitzvah. We're thinking about a Torah thought. We get in our car, we think about a Torah thought. We turn on the radio, listening to a class. We come home, we read, uh, you know, as we're, as we're making ourselves our midnight snack, cutting up some cucumbers, whatever. We're listening to a Torah tape. Before we go to sleep, we read a, read a little bit about uh, the laws of Lashon Hara. We wake up, we say, Mondani. Before we daven, we, we say, we say the Berchus HaTorah. We learn a little bit more, doing the davening, after davening, doing breakfast, the whole time, doing work as a kid, stop thinking about uh, all kind of, uh, stop thinking about this mitzvah and that mitzvah and you can't wait until Sukkot comes and Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and what is it all about this we're talking about a level that not everybody reaches such a level of Amas Hashem that, that we're constantly involved in it the same way we're involved and why does it say in the Torah this way in this week's Pasha didn't say it the other way it used this word it didn't use that word right? this, uh, this is a level that's hard to reach Amas Hashem the level that's not hard to reach is to do the mitzvahs. So we do the mitzvahs. You know, we do the mitzvahs with the best way that we have, the best capability that we have, as, as the, the, the best way possible. Um, we try to fulfill, uh, you know, to keep kosher and to keep Shabbos and to, and, and to come to shul and, and, and to put on tefillin and tzitzis and, uh, and, and, and to come to shul and Rosh Hashanah and make a sukkah and shake the lulav and make latkes on, on, on Hanukkah, which is not such a great mitzvah, but it's still a mitzvah and nonetheless light the, light the menorah, right? So stay, maybe, perhaps, maybe stay up a little bit later on Shavuot, so stay up all night if we're a little younger. Mitzvahs are, that's, that's what we do. We try to be sincere about it. That's something that we can do. So says the says the Nesivas, says the Nesivas Shalom that that there is a uh, that there is a uh, a partnership between us and the Rebbeinu Shalom. We have to do basically our part, and the Rebbeinu Shalom does going to do his part then also. So this is how we explain the two psukim in the, the the contradiction between the two psukim in Parshas Eikev and this week's Parsha. In this week's Parsha, it says again, it says. Umal Hashem Zarecha. That Hashem is going to circumcise your heart and the heart of your uh, of, of of your offspring. But in Parshas Eikev it says Umal Tamis Alis Levavchan. You will, you will, um, you will circumcise the membrane of your heart. So the question is, we asked, which one is it? Is it going to be you that's going to circumcise the membrane of your heart? Or is it going to be Hashem? So the answer is going to be both. The answer is going to be both. The answer is, is like this. If you read the rest of the verse in our Pasuk, what does it say? Umal Hashem levavcha For what? La'ava es Hashem To love Hashem your God. That's a level. That's a level that you cannot reach. 
That's a level like we just explained. To love Hashem, your God, like the Rambam just explained. That's a level you cannot reach. That's a level that's impossible to reach. Right? That's a level that's not that, that, that's very difficult. Of course, we can try on our own. As the Rambam says in, um, in the book of the mitzvahs, the book of the mitzvahs, the Rambam does say in the third mitzvah, Oh, it's nice to crack open a new, nice to crack open a new, a new sefer. So we open up the book of the mitzvot. The Rambam does say that there is a way to love Hashem. In other words, it's not only there is a way to fulfill the mitzvah. So even though it's not, it's very difficult to reach it according to the way that he describes it in the Anachazaka. But still, nonetheless, there is a way to fulfill it. So the Rambam here says in mitzvah number. Three, I believe. Right, and this is number three. This is to say positive commandment number three. He says, "He should see that Hashem has commanded us to love Him." How do you do this? How do you come to love Hashem if you ponder and try to understand the mitzvahs of philosophy and the actions? Until we understand them, and when we understand them, that will give us pleasure. And when we understand, when we get pleasure, that's called loving Hashem, your God. Right? And, uh, and that's what it means. That's one way, uh, says the Rambam. Um, as it says in the Pasuk, you should love Hashem your God. This is what it says in the message. In your day, I'm going to love Hashem your God. So the Shema continues. These words will be on your heart. These words of Torah should be on your heart. When a person studies Torah, they will recognize the one that said that the world should be. So the Rambam does say this. He says that it's possible to achieve to achieve the love of Hashem, but the, to the level to which we just described, the way that the Rambam describes in, in chapter 10 of the, of the laws of Tshuva, to the level that we, that we have just described, that's a very difficult level to reach. That's not so simple. That you need Hashem's help for. Hashem has to do the circumcision on the heart in order that we should be able to achieve in order that we should be able to achieve the true love that the Rambam describes. And that's the verse that's in our, in our, in our Pasha. The verse that's in our Pasha is saying that, the verse that's in our Pasha is saying that, that it is, that it is, that Umar Hashem, that Hashem is going to do it, La'ava, to love Him. What about the verse in Pasha's Ekef? There it doesn't say, there it says, Umar Tem Es Arles Levavchem. You're going to, you're going to, uh, circumcise your own hearts, and the stiff nakedness will go away. That's talking about the performance of the mitzvahs, the things that we can do, the things that we can help ourselves. That's how we answer the question. The Pasuk in Pasha Zekin is talking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. The Pasuk in our Pasha is talking about, okay. is talking about God. So, basically what we're saying is, with Torah sources, the statement that we've heard before, that uh, God helps those that help themselves. So through the doing of the mitzvahs, we were able to achieve a higher level of, of, uh, of performance and feeling of Hashem. 
And then, with this, we can explain our original question. What was the original question? The original question we asked was, is that in, in, in our Pasha, also it says, Hanistoros Lashem Okeinu, the hidden things are to Hashem, our God, Vaniglos, and the things that are revealed is Lanu Vanenu, is to us and to our children. So we asked the question, what are the hidden things to God? What does that mean? And what are the revealed things to God? What does that mean? Right? And what is the juxtaposition of the verse between the hidden things and the revealed things? So says in the Siva Shalom, says the, the Swanama Rebbe, perhaps maybe we could say that the hidden things are talking about the divine influence, the divine inspiration that comes, that brings us to love Hashem, that we just described in our Pasha, that Hashem is going to circumcise our hearts in the future. Right? What are the reveal things? The reveal things are, as the, as the, Torah, says, as, as the Torah says, Lasos as called Deirah to do all the words of the Torah, to do the mitzvahs. And so now, what's the juxtaposition between doing mitzvahs and the divine inspiration which give, brings us to, to love Hashem? The juxtaposition is like this, is that the Torah is telling us how, to be, how do we access how do we plug in into the divine inspiration which will change us? Which will change the way we will think by doing the mitzvahs. So the way to read the verse is like this. The divine inspiration is hidden to Hashem. But how do we access it? Through? Through doing the mitzvahs. That's how we explain this verse. So that's, the, that's one of the ways that the title that we gave to the class is, is uh, you know, how do we change the way that we think? So the way that we change, the way that we think is by a steadfast performance of mitzvot. That's the way we change what we think. But it's not just because we're, 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 uh, we're, we're, we're doing the mitzvot, but because there exists a spiritual energy, a divine influence that comes from Hashem that brings us into a whole different level uh, of existence in terms of the way that we think and what we occupy our time with. And that comes after. It's a level that you reach um, so to speak, it's the, you know, you know the, the twilight zone of spirituality that you reach is nothing that a person can do themselves, so to speak. It's something that comes only after, after the uh, a commitment is shown to the, to, to the keeping of the mitzvah. Okay? And that's an important thing in, terms of in, light, of, uh, in light of Rosh Hashanah, because in light of Rosh Hashanah, we want to we wanna show Hashem that we're changing, so that uh, so when we daven on Rosh Hashanah, one of the things that we can, I guess we can daven for, one of the things that we can aspire to is that, is that uh, we change spiritually as a result of the performance of the mitzvahs. That's one explanation. Second explanation is also very interesting that he says about the juxtaposition of these verses. He says like this, he says that um, that would think what? Are you? Are you okay? Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine. So we um, yeah, we continue. The uh, one of the things that we, perhaps maybe we could say is the hidden things are to Hashem is we can refer to the Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Shabbos is a uh, is Shabbos Kodesh is a very holy thing. It's an interesting. There's an interesting Gemara. Uh, that he quotes in Tractate Shabbos on page 10b. The Gemara in Tractate Shabbos on page 10b says like this. Says the Gemara, um, side point, we've mentioned this Gemara in the past and it's, it's in, a, in different contexts, but Va'amar Rav Abar Machasya Amar, this is 10b, Amar 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 Machasya Amar Rav, Chama Bar Guya Amar Rav, they said this in the name of Rav. 
somebody gives a gift to their friend, you have to let the friend know that you gave them a gift. You should know, I gave you a gift. As it says, you should know that I am Hashem who sanctifies you. Sometimes I'm like this in a, in a brisa. To know that I am Hashem who sanctifies you. I'm Moshe. Hashem said to Moshe, Matana Tarva Yeshli Bebeis Knozi. I have a gift in my hidden, in my hidden, in my hidden coffers, in my hidden box, in my in my treasure uh, section. I have a gift. Hashem said to Moshe, Vishabishmo. You know what that gift is? The name of that gift is Shabbos. Shabbishmo. Vani Mevakesh Litni Yisrael. I want to give it to the Jewish people. Leich Boidim. Go and let them know. That's what, the, that's what the Gemara says. Hashem, you see that Hashem told Moshe, go and let them know I'm giving them a gift. You give somebody a gift, you should let them know. That's the lesson that the Gemara wants to say. So the Sir Shalom has an interesting, an interesting deal here. He has an interesting insight into the Gemara's language. What does it mean that Shabbos is in my, in my hidden treasures, in, my, in, in the place where I put my most precious things, in the place where I hide, where my safe is? Why does Shabbos refer to as that it's been placed in this place in Hashem's realm? So he says, because Shabbos, the, and we discussed this, that the Derech Hashem, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutato says, that, you know, we have holiness in time, and we have holiness in space. So holiness in space, Kiddush in space, is, for example, Yerushalayim. Holiness in time is also in Shabbos. Shabbos is a special, it's a Kodesh Dika place. It's a Kodesh Dika, sorry, time. So what it means is that it comes from the hidden treasures of Hashem, it means that there is a hiddenness to the Shabbos, to the Kedusha, to the sanctity of Shabbos, that no person has access to except Hashem, because it's hidden by Hashem. The gift that Hashem wants to give them is that which is there, but it still remains hidden in Hashem's coffers. So what does it mean that it remains hidden? That means that the manifestation of Shabbos itself, the, the divine influence which Shabbos, which, which Shabbos brings upon us, is, is, is in a certain sense hidden. It's something that we don't necessarily understand. It's not something that we can explain to somebody else. A person who keeps the Shabbos knows what the Shabbos means. You know, it's, it's hard to say it's, it's the day that I don't go to work because everybody knows that it's more than that. It's hard to say that it's the day that I, I eat chalent or it's the day that I, uh, uh, you know, I have special food or whatever it is, whatever the food is, because that's also not exactly it. It's something that in the consciousness, in the collective consciousness of the Jewish people that we feel that when we keep the Shabbos, something you can't explain. An it's an aura of spirituality that's there when we keep the Shabbos, the whole thing together. This comes from, this cannot be explained. He's saying that the part of the Shabbos is in the, in the hidden coffers of Hashem. This part cannot be explained. It's something that, uh, that uh, we can't have access to necessarily. Right? It's something that we, we can There is one part that the Zohar and the Midrashim say that we do have access to that, and that is that the, the bracha that comes from Shabbos is something, the bracha that comes from Shabbos is, is revealed. There's a lot of, a lot of success in, uh, a lot of success in, in, in business. A lot of success in business or the things we do during the week. The source of that success is how we keep the Shabbos. That's something we do understand. Right is uh, is um, that um, that's something that we do understand, but there's a, an aspect of Shabbos, an aura that we don't that we don't that we don't grasp. It looks like when somebody says 
like they have no money or whatever, we'd like to know this rabbi. Right. And, right. And they always say that um, God, will God will provide. Right. For some reason, he does. You know? Right. And that's the, you know, because they're very holy people and they really keep all his mitzvahs. And, I mean, they keep having more children and yet they are providers. God provides. Yeah, right. So, so this is, so it's interesting. So this, this is, um, um, that's what the Shabbos is about. That's what the Shabbos is about. So now, like this, perhaps maybe, perhaps maybe we could say that, that the way that we would describe this hidden aspect of Shabbos, that we would say that this is the hidden things by God. And that's what our verse is talking about, Anastoris, Lashem Elokeinu. That Hanistoris, that the hidden things are to Hashem our God. In other words, the Shabbos, the hidden aspect of Shabbos, the divine influence that comes from the hidden aspect of Shabbos, that is something which is which is which which is to Hashem. That's Hanistoris Hashem Lakino. So the perhaps maybe we can answer the verse also as follows. We could say that uh, we could say like this. What's the juxtaposition? Is how do we access? The, this hiddenness, this hidden sp- special aspect of Shabbos uh, that the Shabbos brings. How do we How do we do that? So the way that we do that is when we perform, when we perform the Torah, when we keep the the the, the, the Shabbos Kodesh, when we keep the Shabbos, so that in itself brings the brings the, 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 the bracha that Shabbos brings, not only for the rest of the week, but also the aura, the special hidden aura of Shabbos. That's what's hinted to in our verse also. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's also a, a lesson, uh, perhaps maybe a lesson for us to shout up too, is that, is that there should be more steadfast in keeping the Shabbos and to access spirituality and it seems Shalom also discusses there's a time for, for repentance in Shabbos. Shabbos has this uh, partnership, so to speak. It's, it has the, the divine influence that comes, makes repentance easy, makes tshuva easier when one accesses this aura, this spirituality of Shabbos. Okay, fine. I recall, not completely, some explanation about Ekev. Ekev, he said in there that uh, God... Uh, does the circumcision on the heart. Uh, no, man does the circumcision on the heart, and the other portion, God does the circumcision on the heart. But ekev means heal. Right. And you uh, you do certain mitzvahs, and you put your foot over it using your heel. And that's a man-made action. Right, that's the beginning of the parsha. So that's the, the, the word, the usage of the word ekev is uh, is um, usage of the word Akev is, is is a problematic usage, and the commentaries discuss why. So that's not connected to the uh, to that specific verse, in, in, uh, at least not in a direct way. I, I thought man with his heel is the same as man doing circumcision on the heart. Oh, I bet you. I mean, it sounds good. <laughs> I'm saying the verses are not next to each other. The Akev is the first verse of the Pasha. This is a little bit later. Um, just a correction. I didn't say it exactly right. So the explanation that I said could be said in the verse, but the way that the Rebbe says it, the Nisim Shalom says it is, is that he says that when we keep the Shabbos, the juxtaposition of the verse is like this, is, the hidden things of Hashem our God. The hidden things of Shabbos is Hashem our God. When we keep the Shabbos, those hidden things become revealed in us, 
in a hidden way, so to speak, that influence us, the spirituality comes upon us, and that is, helps us, Vaniglos wanted to keep the rest of the Torah, during the rest of the week. Lassus is called the Torah Anzos. His words are, Ha'or hazed, the light, Shal Shabbos Kodesh, the light of the Shabbos Kodesh, Me'el Yehudi, it shines for the Jew, Bechol HaShvu, and every single week, or Bechol HaMatzavim, in all the situations, L'Kaim is called Torah, to fulfill the entire Torah. Okay, fine. Now, this is very interesting, just to take this verse that we have here, the commentary of the Balaturim, um, actually references this time of year that we are in. The commentary of the Balaturim says that that the uh, this verse that says um, the, the verse that says Umal Hashem and Hashem will circumcise your heart and the heart of your of your offspring that verse okay says the um, says the Balaturim that verse um, that was the words S Levavcha the S Levavzarecha. As that was the, the first letters of those words, S is Aleph. Levavcha, your heart is Lamid. VS is Vav. Levav, your heart is Lamid. Those letters spell Elul, the month of Elul. Those letters spell the month of Elul. Why? Because from here is a source or a hint that the custom is, is to get up to say the special tefillah, the special davening called the slichos, in the beginning of the month of Elul. And that happens to be the custom of the Svadim. That happens to be the Svadim community. From the, from the beginning of the month of Elul, they start to say slichos. The Ashkenazim say slichos uh, the week before Rosh Hashanah. The week before Rosh Hashanah, we're starting on Rosh Hashanah. And this is Botan Ha'alocha. This is Botan Ha'alocha in Simon Tav Kuf Aleph. In uh, the laws of Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the laws of Rosh Hashanah, the first laws is, is that the Mechaber, Rabbi Yosef Karo, says that the custom is, is to get up in the morning, early in the morning, to say these slichos from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Yom Kippur. And the Ramah, who says that the custom of the, 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 the people of Ashkenaz is not like this. The custom of the people of Ashkenaz is they say, they say, um, slichos from Rosh Chodesh and on. That's what I mean. So here the Mishnah Brura comments, and the Mishnah Brura is comment. He references this verse in our Pasha, the Mishnah Brura in the laws of Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so Mishnah Brura is like this. Why is it that the custom is to get up in the morning? He says because the sofa laila At the end of the night, so to speak, Hashem um, swims around or flies around in this world. And this is the time of appeasement. This is the time when you can appease Hashem. Umash, and therefore we get up at this specific time to say these prayers. Umash and Ogum Rosh Chodesh. Why is it from the, from the beginning of Rosh Chodesh? She'az Ola Moshe Bar Sinai. Because when did Moshe go to Har Sinai? When did Moshe go to Mansanai? Lekabaluchas HaKonis to accept the, the, the second set of tablets. On Rosh Chodesh on the beginning of the month of Elul. They blew the shofar there. 
in the in the in the camp. Moshe Allah is saying that Moshe is not going up to the mountain. Shaloyitu The people should not make the mistake they made the first time, as it is as it is explained in Parshas Kishis. The first time that they thought that Moshe was not coming back, and they started to do idol worship. And this is the time of appeasement from Hashem at this time, and that's why we begin to say at the beginning of the month of Elul. And, and that's what it says in the verse in in the Zone of Songs. It says. <coughs> I am to my beloved, and then my beloved is to me. The first letters of those words are also Elul. And the last letter is the numerical value is 40. Because Rosh Chodesh is 40 days before Yom Kippur. Moshe went up to get the tablets, and when the Jewish people were on, on Rosh Chodesh and when the Jewish people were forgiven, he came down on Yom Kippur, which is the tenth of Tishrei, which is forty days later, and that's why that verse has the number forty attached to it at the end. And in the beginning, it says Elul to to hint to this that these are the forty days of Tshuva, the forty days of repentance that Hashem will accept. Those forty days of Tshuva uh, are Tshuva more readily during those days. Come here, Slibur Karvel Dodo Tshuva. That that it sort of speaks to there's like a love relationship. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me that we're close to each other, and therefore Hashem will accept the tshuva more readily. And then, at the end, the Mishnah Barura, the Chometz Chaim finishes off, and also there is another hint in the Pasuk, and he references our Pasha, that you should start to do tshuva during this time. And it says, Hashem will, Hashem will circumcise your heart. Hashem will circumcise your heart. And these are the letters, the letters that begin with the words Elo. So in our verse that we've discussed this whole evening of ideas of how we can change, it's hinted to the days that we are in of before, before Rosh Hashanah. So hopefully we'll be able to take some of the lessons that we discussed and apply them to our everyday lives. And perhaps maybe we can come into Rosh Hashanah a little bit different to, uh, this year than we did last year. That's what I wanted to share with you. With you this evening, yes. Yeah.